0: Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hello. Hey. Uh, so, minus Bill. Yes. Um, he's up in the Colorado c- country. Those Bronco fans, they go crazy. Oh, Gosh. They're not. They haven't um, settled down yet. I met some Carolinians, is that how you say them? And, and the Coloradoans at the prayer breakfast last week before the game. Gosh, did they not stop talking about how they were going to win? Both oh. teams. Oh. So now, Broncos, there they go. That's well, the team I was going for. I mean, wow, well, there you go. To be honest, yeah. you can be angry with me, but
1: yeah, I just I like them better. Well,
0: good. good. Better. Well, you're on the border with yeah. them, so you kind of need to stay in their good graces. Yeah, I feel that way. Wow. Um, you know, this, this uh, John 13 to 17 reminds me of something that is really personal to me. Mm. That is that my father, I learned from hospice two days ago probably has a few days to a few weeks to Bruce. to live on this planet. Whoa. Yeah, it's a big deal. And and here's what I remember about dad when he was a 40-year-old businessman and I was probably 12, thereabouts. This is the chunk of scripture, John 13 to 17, that he was reading over and over and over again mm-hmm. because in his particular faith community, he was getting dinged for expressing the relationship of love too much. Not enough on truth. Kind of like we get pushed back when we talk about grace and they don't realize no actually grace is what helps you trust truth and um, this this set of chapters totally changed his life and changed our lives as a result and caused him to make some decisions um, that moved us into some other faith communities and radically transformed our lives. And I was thinking, he would stay up at nights uh, studying these passages, along with some in Romans, but especially John 13 to 17, <clears throat> to make sure he was on the right path.
1: Would he tell you that?
0: Oh, I I would watch him. He would talk to me. Uh, in in their bedroom, he had a desk, and that's where he'd have all his, he had commentaries out, and he'd be studying. And, you know, he, he had worked a long day at, at one of the uh, the... Gem stores, jewelry stores, and then he'd come home. We'd have dinner, and he'd start studying. And he did this for months, and it changed his life. Mm. This this set of chapters will.
1: Yeah, mm. but was that like a was that like a thing? Like, because I remember my dad had a desk in his room with yeah. commentaries all over yeah. it. Like, if you went to certain denominations, you had to have a desk in your room. I think that, and that was wax probably pencils, it. Yeah. Now I box. don't
0: I don't know that we were in the same. I haven't checked. No. I, don't I haven't think compared I just notes on this, somehow if we were in the. Maybe a trajectory. west coast
1: yeah. is what it is.
0: Maybe we just didn't have enough room for a separate office. Oh, Maybe that was it. Oh, uh, so that, you,
1: you got an atheist dad. You got a desk, I, but it's Ramparts magazine. That's right. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. telling you,
0: no, no.
1: Yeah, whole different thing. But this wow. is a good section. I've really been oh, enjoying it. Oh my
0: goodness! But, well, uh, Bruce, I'm yeah. blown away. So, so since you've seen him, yes, you've got that news. Oh, I just love that we got to see him yeah. Yeah. like oh. ten days ago. Oh, what oh. a gift! That oh that's, was a, that's very a, good and that was the last and, and he, rec-
1: recognized
0: <laughs> he recognized Janet he recognized Janet barely that's you barely oh not, not yeah, much right. for you but yes. I got Janet but I got the you. fact I, that you I were see. with
1: her yeah, seemed yeah. to yeah. draw a human
0: that was excellent that's,
1: that's amazing yeah
0: really oh wow was. let's read these next mm-hmm. verses in John 17 yeah
1: okay so we're Come in gosh. John 17 and we're going to start in verse 7 and here we go once I find it okay Now they have come to know that everything you have given me is from you, for the words which you gave me I have given to them, and they received them and truly understood that I came forth from you, and they believed that you sent me. I ask on their behalf, I do not ask on behalf of the world, but of those you have given me, for they are yours, and all things that are mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are. While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name, which you have given me. And I guarded them, and not one of them perished, but the son of perdition, so that the Scripture would be fulfilled. Wow.
0: What, what I see in these paragraphs is all these roles— Mm -hmm. So the Father sends the Son. Now Jesus, last week you guys were talking about Jesus, he's going to send the Comforter. And Jesus is saying in this passage, uh, I've given him the words that you gave me. And now last week you're saying the Holy Spirit says, uh, I'm going to glorify Jesus. All these different roles within the Trinity. Mm -hmm. And it's such a loving, uh, wise relationship. I was thinking about this last week when I listened to you guys on a podcast and we were back at that prayer breakfast. You listen to us when you're not on the podcast? Oh, especially when I'm <laughs> not on the podcast. <laughs> I just Probably want to see safe. how far yeah, under this wise. bus am I going to be thrown? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. it's two uh, buses. Yeah, it's yeah. two buses. ba-boom. <laughs> 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 just when you think.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, I forget twice. Oh, uh, my.
0: And so, um, one of the things that. That occurs is that we end up uh, spending a lot of time with people from Africa, from uh, Latin America, from parts of Asia who are undergoing, have undergone persecution. Some of the people can't even tell ahead of time that they're coming because of security issues and all that. And we got to talk to a number of people who had been in persecution for a long time, uh, who had been in prison, who had been tortured whatever Uh, one brother I remember who when he was 18 was a communist he uh, decided he wanted to overthrow the government of Ethiopia and amassed over time an army of 150,000 guerrillas and indeed did take over the government became prime minister uh, for five years along with his buddy who became president we remember that in the news Oh, oh yeah big deal big deal and then after a while, he began to realize, oh, this communism, this doesn't, this is not so good. This does not, this is not what I thought it was and began to have second thoughts. And his buddy realized that and betrayed him, had him thrown in prison 12 years in solitary. And while he was in there, about five years into it, he began to, to read parts of the Bible and, and Jesus appeared to him. And invited him to trust him, and he refused. Mm. But it was that encounter, he said, that caused him to start reading these Gospels. Mm. And eventually he trusted Christ. But it was seven years after uh, he was confirmed uh, by Jesus and the Spirit that he would get out of prison. Mm. Um, seven years later, he had to wait in solitary and be reunited with his family. Mm. his family. Mm. Amazing story. And now he just travels the world telling people about Jesus. But what I noticed was in all of these stories uh, where Jesus is appearing, it was not the Spirit appearing. It was the Spirit glorifying Jesus and having Jesus appear to these people in prison uh, or in other places of of, uh, enslavement. And I thought how confirming that is of your last week podcast Mm -hmm. And the observations that you made, powerful. Um, hmm. And in this week, I think about all oh, this, this issue of oneness. Really, that's the biggest theme probably coming out of the verses that David just read. And when you think about oneness, what, you know, what, what comes to mind um, uh, about this prayer when he says, boy, I, I pray they could be one like we are. I, I was thinking recently I was, I got to travel, which I don't do a whole lot,
1: and I was in the Dominican Republic, and I was with people from 25 countries and probably 40 or 50 people, and I was thinking, I don't have anything in common with these people as far as culture, as far as, for many of them, interests, for any of that, and... I thought you guys played soccer. We did do that. Okay, That's okay. true okay. But uh, there's so much that we weren't alike in. That's right and it was like after a few days and we we had the very most important thing in common and i think that's part of what jesus is saying here is like i i didn't just give you some word i didn't just give you a half inspired word i didn't just give you a half inspired life i've given you the very uh 100% authentic from the father truth life freedom this is it and i gave it to you verbatim it's everything and i am inspired to give it to you by him I'm, I'm given the authority to give it to him and i have shown it to you and so that that plays out for me and that oneness is like that is the only thing that could ever bring together yeah the people of of all these nations who don't not only have anything in common but maybe what they do have in common is that they'd like the other person to fail so that they could get something but mm-hmm. jesus does something different
0: yeah very much. I, I think of uh, last week, also all these different faith communities coming together, and for for three or four days, you can you can be happy and yeah. and try to reconcile things. And we did go through a lot of reconciliation meetings and so. But that's three or four days. What about these faith communities all over the world that are kind of womb to tomb, long term relationships? Now, Jesus' prayer comes into oh. tremendous relief when you see that he's praying that they would be one just like the Father, the Spirit, and the Son are one. And you go, wow, there is a lot of forgiveness and repentance uh, and reconciliation that is required in committed relationships of love.
1: This is one of the reasons we take sin so seriously. Is because sin is what combusts oneness. Yeah, it's and a so divider. And so if you just pass by it and say, "Oh, it's all good," you know, it's all on the cross. No need to think about it. Yeah, it did get taken care of there. That's but right. the effects of sin that that distort, that rip apart, they don't they don't get mended without those gifts of repentance and forgiveness.
0: Yeah. So if I personally don't ask that question. In my faith community or in my friendships, even in my family, how am I affecting this unity, this oneness? Then I do what you were just saying. I I create a a combustible situation, and it doesn't represent the heart of Jesus here in John 17. So that's a great application, David, for Mm. us today. Well, we'll see you next week on True Face Podcast.
1: See you next week. Thank you, guys.